This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the Old Trailblazer, uh, coming out again at this time with another message from God's Word. And I want to say I'm happy to have you folks listening. I appreciate everything you do and say and help with the broadcast. And I'd like to just give you a personal thank you for all that you do, your support, your prayers, and uh, encouragement for the Old Trailblazer to go on. It's always good to hear from you. And I, I do ask that you write, you folks up there in, in uh on the coast, Virginia and West Virginia and Appalachia in that area, and uh, Sweetwater, Tennessee, and and uh, uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, and you you folks write me, and uh, that you help and pay for that thing. If you do that, and then you folks down there in Orlando, Florida, you you let me know that you're listening, and just tell me you're listening. Help tell me if you will help me with the broadcast, and I appreciate every one of your emails. And we're bringing you these studies now on divine healing. True and false. I know that it's somewhat controversial to some of our folks, but it's enlightening. Many have written me and called me and said they appreciate all of the uh, the messages. But before we get started, I want to play you another one of our radio choir songs. I believe it'll be a blessing to your heart. Would you just listen at this time?
Amen. Amen. Well, let me get back to our study. We were looking there at uh, divine healing, true and false, and we'd come up on a scripture in Jeremiah 6.16, and I want to read that to you again, read that for you. Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths. Now, we can stop right there, and this is what the old trailblazer is all about. The old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your soul. But they said, we will not walk therein. Those folks were impenitent, weren't they? The old paths of the Holy Spirit and the convicting work of the Spirit, uh, repentance towards God and faith in our Lord Jesus, have grown up now with thorns and thistles and briars and kudzu and false doctrine and unbelief until they're all but obliterated. They are. They are. We sell nothing but the King James Version Bible here in the bookstore. And folks come in here and they squawk because we don't have the NIV Bible and all those others. But my friend, those things are full of thorns and thistles and briars and brambles. They cover up the gospel. But listen, listen, and what a task it is to blaze a path back to the hearts of sinners. Now, I have folks make fun of me because I'm blazing the path back to the hearts of sinners. The, the average sinner that you know today and I know, their heart is cluttered up with all false doctrine, false belief, false thing, and we're blazing the path back. Faith healing of today presents such an easy way, so-called, to get saved. Such an easy way to heaven and such soothing balm for the guilty soul until they have said, we will not walk in the old paths. I have folks call me and they say, Trailblazer, I just can't, I just can't handle what you preach. You're too hard. You're too dogmatic. Don't you know that Jesus loves everybody? Don't you know that Jesus died for you? My friend, listen, listen. One of the things that happens when the Lord opens a sinner's heart, he comes to see that there's no such a thing as sweet Jesus. It's he comes to know the Lord as Lord long before you do as Savior. There's no such a thing as sweet Jesus. It makes me so irritated and so aggravated to see these folks in the grocery store, the little clerks with a T-shirt on that says, Have a Jesus day, sir. Have a Jesus day, mister. Makes me want to throw up. But listen, listen. They said we will not walk in those old paths. We like the new paths. That's what folks are saying, in essence, when they turn down the gospel. We, we, we want these new paths. We want the new way. Walking in the new paths, the sinner doesn't have to face Holy Spirit conviction. His totally depraved condition. He doesn't have to face his guilty distance from a holy God. He doesn't have to face a sovereign, eternal, omnipotent God who does not compromise with the souls of men. In that new ways, in the new paths, in the soft, soothing syrup of, of this day that we're living in, the sinner doesn't have to... Uh, doesn't have to face a sovereign God. You know what a sovereign God is, my friend? It's he who does as he chooses, as he pleases. You have no, you have no input into the salvation of a soul. God chooses whom he will and saves them. But, oh, my friend, listen, he doesn't have to face Holy Spirit conviction. And I have folks call me, write me, and say, Trailblazer, tell me what you mean by Holy Spirit conviction. Well, the Holy Spirit is God's agent. He comes here to you or to me or to whoever and applies the gospel, shines the light of the gospel into that heart, not by some little knee-jerking sermon, not little some uh, Mother's Day sermon or Father's Day sermon or Christmas cantata, not those things. It's by the preaching of the gospel. 
my friend, we have the reputation here of telling it like it is. We tell it that old, old story, how that Christ died for sinners. Yes, but how that God is angry with the wicked. Every, did you know that God is angry with the wicked every day? If you're not saved, God is angry with you, my friend. Can you bear to believe that? Can you bear to, to have that over your, over your shadow day in and day out? Oh, but listen, listen. That individual doesn't have to face that sovereign, eternal, omnipotent God who does not compromise with the souls of men. But when you come to the end of the way and face death, you have nothing to stand on, my friend. Oh, my friend, listen. Listen, if in this life only we have hope, no. My hope is in the risen Christ. Folks now worshiping a dead Christ. They don't realize, don't care that Christ arose. They deny the, the virgin birth of Christ. They deny the death of Christ. And they deny that he arose from the dead. But if you don't have, uh, if you don't trust and believe the living God, you have no foundation. you like the men who built their hand, sand, house on the sand. As soon as the winds come, it blew away. As soon as one of these hurricanes came along, washed the sand all out from under them. I've been down there on the beaches of South Louisiana where the sand was washed out to sea, and a little old shack would be sitting there all kilted over because they built on the sand. But my friend, that's not spiritually, spiritually, how, how much greater it is spiritually. But you have no foundation for your soul. Then you have no covering for your sin. What is your, what is, how is your sins put away, my friend? Is it, are they under the blood? Are your sins under the blood? Could I just take time and ask you, probe your heart right now? Are your sins under the blood? Mine are. The old trailblazer sins covered by the blood. We have a song here. I'll try to pull it out, maybe play it in our next uh, message. Covered by the blood. Oh, my friends, the greatest joy that I have is to tell you that Christ's blood made an atonement for my sins and for your sins if you'd come on and trust him. I'm not talking about joining some church. I'm not talking about shaking some preacher's hand, making a decision for Jesus. I'm not talking about those tear-jerking things. I'm talking about facing reality. We have a little booklet here by Pastor Shelton, The Sinner Facing Reality. Oh, man, the reality of Christ. And then we have one, the sinner fleeing from reality. Don't, don't do that, my friend. No, sir. Listen, let me tell you what. You and I have no righteousness to cover our nakedness with because only the imputed righteousness of Christ will stand when death comes. Now, my friend, I think much about death lately. I have been thinking. I know that my days are numbered. I know that. And I also know that yours are numbered. They don't have, you don't have to be 78. You could be 18. You could be 13 or 12 and uh, go out into eternity. I read the obituary columns in our local paper almost on a daily basis. And I see where folks are going out into this world in their late 20s, 30s, 40s. Uh, but my friend, you have no guarantee. You have no guarantee that you're going to live three score and ten. No, sir. No, sir. And even if you do, that don't, that's all that shows is the mercy of God that had upon you all these days as you walked sinful in a, with a sinful uh, heart day by day, die by, day by day, uh, re- flaunting yourself in the face of God. And, and, the, and the Lord is angry with you every day, and yet you won't come to him. You won't come to him. The Bible says ye will not. W-I-L-L-E-D. You will not to come to me that you might have life. But the old trailblazer is holding out the scepter of grace, as it were, by the commission the Lord gave me to go forth and preach the gospel. And I'm going to do it until the Lord takes me home. And uh, maybe maybe after I'm dead and gone, they'll still play these old trailblazer tapes and someone else will put them on the air. But it doesn't matter to me. 
God's word is effectual. God's word is eternal. It'll go on whether mine does or not. I don't really care. But my friend, all I care about is seeing you come to know the Lord. Come to know the Lord. Forgiveness of sin in your heart. That you can look up and say, thank you, Lord, for saving this old sinner. You ever seen yourself as a sinner? You ever been awakened? Folks get so mad when I ask them that that they could chomp a tin-penny nail into. But I tell you one thing. No sinner ever gets saved till he comes to see himself lost. A lost sinner to some degree. I can't name the degree. No, sir. And every sinner is not saved just alike. Never, nobody experiences the same amount of Holy Spirit conviction. Don't go off on that tangent that you've got to mourn as long as old Dr. So-and-so. No, sir. What you need to do is to see See yourself by the power of the Holy Spirit and then cry for mercy. But the old trailblazer is happy to be back with you folks at this time. And uh, I wish you would write me. Let me hear from you. Remember my mailing address, the old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my email address is pastor at radiomissions.org. Goodbye and God bless you.